up. Welcome to the Shift Tsunami Podcast for awakened entrepreneurs creating a better world. Here's your host, the Changemaker Coach, Ronnie Tsunami. Hello. We are going to have a great time today because we're talking about joy. That's right. How to breathe in the pure joy of your business. Now, if you don't have a business yet, well, maybe you can consider this uh, a little forewarning about joy and your business. Because if you're doing a business that you don't have a lot of joy in, you know, you might want to consider another business because life to me is too short, right? You just got to enjoy what you do. And when you have a business that's aligned with your core values, you as an individual and you with your soul's purpose, it's just so much sweeter, right? But there are challenges to that joy. We're going to talk a bit more about that. But first, what is joy? Joy is defined as a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. Sounds easy, right? But my question to you is, Do you find joy in your business today in the same way that you felt joy when you first started your business? And when I say business, I know I have a lot of change makers. In fact, I deal pretty much exclusively with change makers, people who are trying to help the world in some way, solve a social problem. Some people call them social justice entrepreneurs. But, you know, it applies to pretty much any business, right? The problem is for for social entrepreneurs, it's a bigger thing. There's a lot more at stake. At least we feel there's a lot more at stake. We are not living up to our fullest potential and doing everything we can do in our business. So uh, knowing what makes you happy, what gives you great pleasure matters. What is that joy? Do Do you wake up absolutely thrilled with anticipation, you know, that you're going to work? You know, and even more important, do you enjoy your business even when you're not making money? Ah, do you enjoy your business when you're not making money? Now, for organizations, change makers again, you may not have that as a goal, but fundraising is always a big deal, right? When you're working with charities, for instance, or nonprofits, or at least making your ends meet to cover your costs and what you do. But do you enjoy your business even when you're not making money? Well, let's talk about that. What are some of these challenges to joy? Well, there are three big challenges that I see all the time with the change makers I work with. And as I mentioned earlier, I work with a a lot of change makers. And these are people who are very passionate, right? We we want to save the world. Some people work with animals uh, and trying to protect animals. Others work with the environment, sustainability. Others are trying to stop human trafficking in in countries all around the world. So there's a lot of different fields. And so their joy is in helping others. But there are some challenges here that can impact their their ability to help these organizations and do what they want to do to the fullest of their abilities. So let's talk about that. Uh, Number one, trying to be what you think others want to be. Yep. That's a big issue, and I, I face this all the time, not just with my clients, but with myself, where you try to portray something that you're not because you feel that's what's expected of you. It doesn't matter. Nonprofit, private organization, you know, company, 
uh, for companies, you have investors, you've got employees, you've got uh, uh, senior members on your team, senior executives that you feel maybe have a certain image of what a leader is supposed to be. Maybe you're not authentic enough because you don't feel uh, you deep inside uh, are going to attract your clients the way you want them to. So you try to portray something else. Well, that's being disgenuine, right? You, you, you want to be authentic. You want to be genuine. But when you're not, guess what? Your level of joy in your business, in your organization, drops, which has repercussions, right? We have repercussions when we don't have joy in what we do. Another challenge to joy is overcommitment. Very common, again, with change makers because we feel there's a lot at stake. With us not doing what we've set up to do, we feel that it's going to impact the world. It's like Superman or Wonder Woman trying to save the world, and they do too much, and they just can't do it alone. So what do they do? They have the Justice League. Right, where they're they're combined. That's the thing. You, when when you're overcommitted, you want to try to do things with other people. Try not to do too much to yourself or by yourself, because this impacts you in a number of ways, uh, both physically, mentally, and even spiritually. So let me discuss. When we talk about uh, physical, right, you're, it's common when people are, are overcommitted that uh, they end up taking a hit uh, because. Physically, because they're just plain tired, exhausted. Have you been there where you were exhausted, could not walk an inch, just flopped on bed and said, you know what, forget me moving tonight, and guess what, tomorrow I'm probably not moving either. Well, that's physical exhaustion. On top of that, when you've got a lot of stress, a lot of people feel, uh, or when you feel a lot of people are depending on you, and you overcommit to them, then what happens is you mentally break down. And that can be as uh, mild as being tired and not doing things properly. You forget little things and maybe you forget some bigger things. But on the other side of it, the worst case scenario is you literally have a mental breakdown. Not good. Not good, people. You want to make sure that you're mentally and physically healthy. And a big deal, a big part of uh, that impact to your mental and physical health is based on overcommitting yourself, doing, trying to do too much in too little time all by yourself. A big challenge, Joel. When you're overcommitted, very hard to have joy because you're constantly stressed physically, mentally, and spiritually. When you overcommit yourself and you can't, you can't meet that commitment that you set up. Then, especially for change makers, where we have a spiritual path, right, that we've decided to take, that deep in our soul, our, our purpose, our mission, when we overcommit and we can't meet those commitments, it can take its toll on our soul, our spirit. We feel we've let so many people down. We've let ourselves down, we've let our families down, but we've let whatever we're trying to help, whoever we're trying to help, We've let that down. Sometimes it's the whole planet. Sometimes you feel like you let down the lives of future generations. I'm not exaggerating. That's a common feeling, a lack of joy with a lot of the change makers 
I work with. Stop. Stop overcommitting yourself. We'll talk more about some keys to finding pure joy in your business. But before that, let's talk about another challenge that I see quite a bit of. It's forgetting why you started in the business in the first place. Why did you start your organization, start a movement? Why did you start your business? Um, why did you try to solve a particular problem? Why? Now, you would think that you'd remember that all the time. Right? It's very common for people to forget because they're doing so many other things. It's not add new products, new services, right? People come up to you, especially when people, then you increase the scope of your business. The next thing you know, instead of the two or three things you focus on, you're You've got five or six or even ten different problems that you're trying to help people solve. Great. But if you don't remember the pure joy you felt when you first started your business, it can be a little challenging. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, well, wait a minute. You know, what about the new things I'm doing? Doesn't that bring me joy? Yes. And it's kind of like your partner now. Right In relationships, your first love tends to be the most memorable one, at least the, one of the most meaningful ones, right? Common. Not to say that that puts anything bad against your current. You know, actually, really, you want your current relationship to be the most impactful, the most powerful one for you. But there's always a special place, a special joy that you have with your first love that you will never have with anyone else. About here, That's what I'm talking about is, Remembering that joy because you can refer back to that first joy, pure joy, when you're down, when you don't have the money that you were expecting. And then you want to remind yourself why the money doesn't matter as much as why you started this in the first place. Focus on the solutions, why you started in the first place. That challenge to your joy is a big one because in this day and age where it's very easy for us to do more things, right? Pick up new things, new tasks, new people, new staff. All of these things can end up clouding our mind with our business about why we started things in the first place because everything's now fast-paced. We've moved on. Don't forget about why you started in the first place. That challenge to your joy is something that uh, so a lot of people will, will forget about You don't want to forget why you started in the first place. It matters. Now, for me, uh, there's a lot of, there are a lot of businesses that I've started because that's my job, to help people start businesses. <laughs> that's what I do with the changemakers, to help them determine their scope, their projects, and really how to embrace or find their passion, embrace it, and then uh, use that passion to help others uh, in a way that sustains their, uh, themselves and their family. Because to me, that's just a beautiful way of living life when you can do two things at once. Um, but for me, I've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, one of them, and I say one, <laughs> was about five or six years ago, I had an opportunity to uh, brainstorm with uh, a top coach, very big coach in, in the internet marketing space. 
And I was absolutely beside myself, like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go there. I'm going to learn all these great techniques, and he's going to help me with uh, upping my game and, and really making my mark in the world. And when I went there, I went as Ronnie Tsunami. I, as you might have guessed I have a whole island Hawaiian theme, being from Hawaii originally, and I like to go big and fast, so I say go tsunami style. And I went to him with a number of other people, just a small group, maybe uh, four or five others. And when we were there, he told me, lose the Hawaiian stick. First thing he said to me, he said, you know, you have these great credentials. You worked here. I worked at the Pentagon. You worked at Microsoft. And I did a number of things uh, over my career. He said, why don't you lead with these things first? Why do you lead with the Hawaiian shtick? And that's what he called it, a Hawaiian shtick. And my whole name, Ronnie Tsunami, and what, why bother with that? Why don't you just do what you do? Because you're so, you've got so much credential behind you. Lead with your credentials. So I decided, well, he's the expert. And I thought what he saw was more important. I was trying to be what he wanted me to be, what he told me other people wanted to see. So although I felt deflated, I changed my brand, changed everything, really. Over the six-month period, I went back to serious work, leading with my credentials, being this marketing and technology guy out there helping businesses. And I lost. I let go of the whole Ronnie Tsunami, Island, Aloha type of uh, personality that I, I naturally am, wanting to be something a bit more professional, less islandy. As he said, no one's going to want to trust someone in technology when they say they're from the islands because to him, island meant that you were just a a native without any technology, basically. Wow. Well, for six months, I gave a go at it. It was horrible. In fact, I remember leaving that meeting feeling like I was the most dejected person in the world, feeling like I had really let myself down and I was determined to be what other people thought I should be. And for six months, I was the most horrible coach ever. I was really horrible. Horrible. Uh, because I wasn't myself. I wasn't genuine. And I overcommitted to things. Well, this is what expected of me. And I really forgot why I started the business. I just started to do other things, helping businesses, uh, but really forgetting why I got started in the first place, really forgetting who I was. I wasn't authentic. And at the end of the day, the end of the six months, I was the most joyless person ever. And it wasn't until some friends stopped me and said, hey, what happened to Ronnie Tsunami? What happened to that happy-go-lucky island? I said, well, I was told you guys didn't want that. They said, what are you talking about? Once they straightened me out and I said, wait a minute, what am I doing? I brought joy back in. I became myself. I was authentic. Changed my brand again back to me. Remembered why I started to help not just organizations, but entrepreneurs to go bigger and faster in changing the world because they were so passionate, had problems that people were suffering from every hour, minute, and second, and they wanted to help. And I said, you know what? 
Let me help them again. Do what I do best and be me. The amount of joy that came in was a tsunami, a tsunami of joy. And I haven't stopped. Even the first month, I remember the first month I went back to being myself, being authentic, bringing joy in my life, bringing my spirit back in my life. I tripled my income in that literally 30 days. That's how quickly it happened. So that's not the first time I actually let myself go where I, I didn't trust myself. And I've done things even in the past few years where I said, wait a minute. I had to stop and say, who am I again? Remember what the joy was? Oh, okay, that's it. And then came back to being me, came back to not overcommitting and forgetting where, why I started the business and remembering all those things. So let's talk about some of those keys that you can use to find pure joy in your business. Number one, again, these are three keys, not the only keys, but they're pretty big keys in finding pure joy in your business. Number one, relationships. Making sure you continue to connect with others, connect and grow your relationships. Not just connect. Connect is one thing. But grow your relationships with others, your coworkers, your customers, your suppliers, your partners. These are important. And, you know, you might say, well, isn't that natural? Well, you'd be surprised how many people, when they don't have a lot of joy because they, they're caught up, they're stressed, uh, then they disconnect. In fact, uh, when they disconnect, though, you, you know what I'm talking about, right, where you, you put yourself in a room, turn the computer on, door, you might not answer calls because you're like, I got stuff to do. I can't connect until I've got all these other projects to complete, but the projects don't seem to stop, so in which case you end up disconnecting from a lot of people, not just at work, but with your family. That's the worst place. You know, the worst place you want to be is where – uh, you disconnect with your family, your spouse, your kids, your grandkids. You know, it, it all cascades. You, know, you start to disconnect. Uh, you start to make excuses of why you can't reconnect. The next thing you know, you're alone. You want to make sure that you have relationships and you continue to grow them. Don't let them go. That's key, one of the keys to having pure joy in your business because when you have relationships, where you just constantly connect and talk. I mean, that's a natural state for humans, right? To connect, you want to make sure you stay together with those people, grow those relationships. You'll find more joy than you connect with others. It's, it's a tuning fork effect, right? Where we put one tuning fork next to another tuning fork. When you hit one fork, the other tuning fork vibrates. Put a bunch of tuning forks around. They all vibrate from one tuning fork. That's the joy. You can amplify your joy by spreading the joy to other people. One plus one equals five. That's synergy, the synergy of pure joy in your business through relationships. Another thing, your mind and body, basically your health. You want to be healthy. If you are healthy, you will find your joy in your business. Why? Because you can enjoy it. Your mind, your body, you're are feeling good. Your body is healthy. You're eating good, eating more fruits, more vegetables, more energy. Your mind is relaxed. You're doing meditations. You're taking vacations. You're relaxing your mind and your body. You know, you're exercising. All of these things regarding your health matter. And that's another thing. When you overcommit yourself, when you're stressed, 
often you let the mind and body go. Bad, bad decision. You need to make sure you keep healthy, stay healthy, be your. When you are getting healthier, your joy goes up in your business. And the third key to finding pure joy, in my opinion, uh, is understanding what your purpose and sole purpose or mission is in your life and how it relates to your business. When both of them are aligned, it's, it's pure joy. That, to me, is absolute pure joy. When you can have a mission in life that has meaning, that you know for your legacy, you see that as being impactful and worth everything you're doing, and it's aligned with your business or it's part of your business to where you basically can sustain your family, you and your family, stay in your lives, live the life you want to live while fulfilling your life's purpose as well. It's huge. It's absolutely huge, and I'm still amazed at how many people don't have that. Don't let that go. Make sure you're doing something that's purposeful. And some people will say, well, I believe I've lived multiple lifetimes, multiple purposes in life. Okay, well, do you know what those are? What is your purpose in this lifetime or purposes? Put those down. Make sure they're aligned with your business. And if they're not, I say this with all sincerity, find a business where your soul is fulfilled. Find it. When you find that, you will find another key to finding pure joy in your business. I want to cover a prosperity affirmation with you, and I want you to repeat it with me. This is about joy, everything we've been talking about. And in each show for the Shift Tsunami, we have an affirmation. So for this show, I want you to just follow what I say. Just repeat after me. Just three sentences. That's all it is. Three sentences. You can do this. Are you ready? Wherever you are. Number one, I want you to breathe in. Hold it. Breathe out. You ready? Let's go. Repeat after me. I breathe in pure joy. I share my joy with everyone I meet to my joy. Let's say it again. I breathe in pure joy. I share my joy with everyone I meet. My perfect client, my perfect customer, is attracted to my joy. And one last time. I breathe in pure joy. I share my joy with everyone I meet. My perfect client, my perfect customer, is attracted to my joy. How do you feel? That's what we want to bring in our life. Let's manifest that together because, as I mentioned before, there's too much at stake for you not to live your purpose, live your soul's purpose. You know, it's interesting when I talk about business, 
I'll get a number of people looking at me kind of strangely and when I say, well, I, I'm in spirituality. And they say, but you're a business coach. And I go, yes. I talk about your soul's purpose, your mission, your ability to help others in relation to your business because let's face it, all of us need to make a living for the most part, right? So how do you do possible? And I say, yes, it's absolutely possible. And it's the best of both worlds when you can, again, live your purpose while sustaining your family and living the life you want to lead, living the life that your family wants to live. That's huge. That's pure joy. And it's worthwhile because when I mentioned what I call synergy. One plus one equals three. One plus one equals five. Basically, the sum of the individual parts, the sum of the whole is greater than the sum of the individual parts. That's the synergy. That's the energy that we have. And so I want you to think about this. Pure joy in your business isn't just about you. Pure joy in your business impacts your family and it impacts your customers your clients, suppliers, your vendors, everyone that you are connected to in that business. If you're in an organization that does great works, all of the other organizations that that organization connects to is all impacted. All of them are impacted based on your joy. And when their joy increases because of your joy, it's even that more powerful overall. And again, as I tell people, for every hour, every minute, every second that your message isn't out there, someone is suffering. So let's solve that together. And let's make sure you stay motivated, inspired, and happy with joy that you can pass on to others. Are you with me? Again, if you have any questions, I want to remind you that you can visit me online on Facebook. Connect with me on Facebook. There's a Ronnie Tsunami fan page uh, that you can join. Uh, and also, you can connect with me via email at ronnie at ronniesunami.com. Again, ronnie at ronniesunami.com. And I also invite you to check out our website, ronniesunami.com, for more information about the work that we do with Changemakers, as well as some of the help you can get, you can download a free presentation we have called the Digital Marketing Tsunami and how to get your word out to more people because it matters, right? It matters how far you go. That's why I want to help you. My team that I work with wants to help you to go bigger and faster because we know the impact you have in the world. And I, I want to thank you. Hopefully that you are motivated and inspired to continue in what you do because so many people need your help. But don't keep your spirituality separate. It's together. All right. Take care. And uh, as I say back home, Aloha. Mm-hmm.